Do you want to become a better songwriter? Well, we created a very simple 10-minute songwriter personality test, and it's going to help you better understand who you are as a writer, and it's going to help you in the writer's room when you're writing with other writers, because you're going to be able to identify what kind of writer they are, maybe even have them take the songwriter personality test. If you're curious and you want to take the songwriter personality test today, just visit songwriterpersonalitytest.com or go to the link on the writingworship.co website. This is the Brave Podcast, awakening dreams, purpose, and songs. Brave exists to encourage, resource, and connect brave women around the world for the glory of God. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Brave Podcast. First of all, who is this voice that's on this podcast? Suddenly there's a man on here. Well, you've been on here before. Well, not a really. A little bit. Well, you've been the one doing all the podcasts the I've whole been, entire time. Yes. So I've been behind the scenes most of the time. You press all the buttons. You yep. set up all the microphones. Well, not all the time, but. Pretty much. I panic. You did write out a whole sheet for me of instructions on how to do this. I did. How's that going? Not good. <laughs> I I just panic. <laughs> It's not my strength. And it's I'm okay. Fine to admit it. So why am I here? Why am I on this podcast episode? Yeah. Today? So we're just going to share the story of Brave. Just a brief overview today. You've been part of the journey, and we have a lot to announce and share. And so we're going to sort of unpack this next season and what it's going to look like. And we're also going to just do a quick overview of the history of Brave. And there will be more to come on that. Mm-hmm. But we thought it would be fun to do this together because you're going to be a part of this moving forward. Yeah, there's four parts to this backstory. There's four little encyclopedias. Seasons. There's seasons, we're seasons, calling them. yes. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot to unravel and unpack. So the way this is going to work is we are going to summarize what the journey has been here in this podcast Mm -hmm. and maybe give a little bit of a tease of where we're going Mm -hmm. with Brave because there's a lot of changes, a lot of good things happening. Yep. And I've been so blessed to be behind the scenes, part of this since the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And then we'll, for the next four episodes, we're going to dive deep with interviews, Mm -hmm. some conversations with some of the people that were instrumental Right. In, in that mm-hmm. development of what is now brave worship. Yes, we are. Yeah. So should we tell the backstory a little bit? Should we Let's start from, do it. We'll start from the beginning. I was messaging with a friend this week and she sent me actually the very first email that I had ever sent out in gathering a, a small group of women together, songwriters. Mm-hmm. And if you've read my book, Or if you've taken the mentorship, then you know my heart about mentorship. Really, it traces back to when I first moved to Nashville. Yep. And I was looking for a female mentor who had navigated all the things I was trying to figure out. Family, ministry, industry. And there's a lot of nuances, you know, in the industry specifically. You've learned that over the last six years, really. You have to be really, really careful what you say and do. I mean, you just do. And Mm. it's a nonverbal communications game in a lot of ways. You have to really be good at reading people. Which, good for you, 
You've done that every, your whole I've life. I've done that my whole life. That's learned, how my family operates. You're the opposite. I've learned a lot from you over yeah. the last 23 years of marriage. For well, sure. over, I think it's over 95% of communication is nonverbal communication, yeah. they say. Yeah. So it is a really important part of just being human, you know, but in the industry, we've got a lot of sensitive creatives and that's even more important. And so I didn't know how to do that. I, I didn't either when I first came into it. Yeah. I just came bulging came barreling in, in, barreling in as a, as bull a German in a China shop. Bull in shop. Well, kind of. I was a nice bull, but I was definitely. <laughs> I was also speaking a lot of bull, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. I had a lot to learn. Oh my gosh! I was both a new believer, yeah, and German, new to town, a German new from New Jersey, not yeah. New York, New Jersey. Well, close. Come on, might as well. Let's not. Put me in that category. Oops. I'm in. I'm New Jersey proud. Yeah. So, but anyway, yes, a lot to learn. A young, brash, only child. Right. Didn't have a lot of those life experiences, but there's a lot to learn when you come to Nashville. Right. And you work in this music industry with sensitive creatives. Yeah. For sure. So I couldn't figure it out. I was trying my best, but you know, the Nashville no was something I encountered immediately after moving here over and over and over and couldn't figure it out. Like people would say to your face, Hey, let's meet for lunch. I mean, you thought they meant, Hey, let's, let's meet, meet for, lunch. for lunch. Hey, and you said that to me. And we did actually we meet did for have lunch. lunch. And you wanted to talk about international, international sales. Yeah. Right. Well, but it worked. It did so, work somehow. You charmed me. I think what was so confusing though, is when people said they wanted to meet up or they really liked your songs and they were going to, pass them on or whatever the intent was that they shared with you, you took them at their word. Yep. And long story short, a lot of times they would just drop the ball on purpose. And if you followed up, you'd never hear back from them again. Yeah. Then you see them in public and you have to pretend like it never happened. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I completely know what I'm what that you're saying. That stuff drives me nuts. It's so hard to know how to navigate that. Yeah. And of There's course, a level of maturity, I think, that you have to have and a certain sense of understanding communication. Right. Understanding. You know, Dale Carnegie is a big part of my life. I learned a lot right. from that. They just called you. They just literally called me. Uh, they, I don't know what they want, but they called Dale's me. Dale's calling you again. Dale's calling me again. How to win friends and influence people. Honestly, one of the best guides for how to do it well, communicate well with yeah. people and have good relationships with people, sincere relationships yeah. with people. Um, it's difficult. It's sometimes. hard. But in Nashville, you learn if they're not calling you back, that's a nonverbal no. no. They're telling you no. Mm -hmm. They might not. They never return your phone call. Don't keep calling them. It's not that they're not getting your calls. Right. <laughs> you know, something I had to learn the hard way. And that's one example. Just one. Yeah. But there's a lot of different crazy things. So I prayed for a mentor 15 years. And the 15th year, I asked the Lord why he never gave me one. And he said, be what you need. And that was the year. I started gathering some people, you know, around me. And we found in the email this last week that the very first meeting was held September 1st, 2011. I thought it was here in the house. Actually reading the email, it wasn't. It was at Sodium. Which what is was formerly Sodium. It's not, not called Sodium anymore. Now it's Fellowship Franklin mm -hmm. over there off Columbia Avenue. And I was working there at the time. I was teaching piano lessons so we could use the space for free. It was this beautiful venue, large. Mm -hmm. And we were able to use that space because I was teaching there. 
And so we did. That was the first meeting. We had eight people there. And it's crazy, but, and it was just women at first because that was specifically what I needed. You know, like that's what the Lord said, be what you need. Well, I was looking for a woman. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I gave. So we started meeting then. And through that season, it grew into the next season, which we're calling season two. And it's crazy. Each season it evolved and changed and grew and we gained momentum we gained an audience or whatever you want to call it, following. I don't know what people call it. You're so famous now. Yeah, right. But we gained, you know, a community over yeah. time. Real relationships. Real relationships. The very thing I had set out to find, we were able to help cultivate, which blew me away. And it's still my best friends are in that group, you know, mm -hmm. like those are my best friends. So anyways, it's been a beautiful journey. We've been in many different venues. That's been something that's been hard to find, honestly. Yeah. I took a snapshot of one of my Facebook posts. <laughs> I said, I found it from 2018. It said, hey, world, our venue fell through for our meeting again. Does anyone know where we can meet this month? But you'll hear the stories as we're telling where we were meeting at the time. If it wasn't that, it's COVID. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's been one thing or another. There was one time we literally went to 20 churches, Dina and I looking for a place for our conference that we could afford. Yeah. Just, Just crazy. crazy. Like literally I was knocking on church doors mm -hmm. and we laughed, but we're still, we're still doing that. But it's been beautiful how the Lord has given us a place every single time we've needed it. Hey, Somehow it's worked out. I heard something today. I was watching, scrolling through Instagram, and one of our friends, Joel Johnson, remember Joel? Yeah, I remember him. From uh, when he was at Gateway? Yep. He had a message and he said, resistance is preparation. Hmm, that's good. The resistance that we've had, you've had in getting a space mm -hmm. is preparation. It's just preparing you yeah. for what's next. Yeah. I think that's part of the story, but that's definitely not your identity. Right. You persevered through the, all of those things. God always provided a space and always provided for the needs of what you were trying to do. Yeah. And it might be last minute. Yep. It's not always the way I would. It's not fun. No, it's it hasn't been fun all the time. Mm -hmm. Even this week, the girls couldn't find a place for the Grammy party <laughs> that they're throwing <laughs> for and you, for me. And they're like, Trying not to text me, but texting me. And I said, are you kidding me? You're looking for a venue. Are you kidding me? But, but that's anyways, part of the story. That's part of the story. And at the this future. point, we just have to laugh. Yeah. We'll tell more about that. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll hear about venue space. We'll hear about what the ministry was doing at the time, as far as what were the things we were offering to the community. So mm -hmm. that grew and changed. We grew from literally just meetings to outreaches, missions trips, coffees, podcasts, through the seasons, through the four seasons, you'll hear how this happened. Yeah. The podcast started, the trips. What else do we All have? All of those things. Yeah. Writing days, Brave Brothers, our affiliation with Generosity Rocks, started making resources. We had a Facebook group, a book, courses, online membership, a mentorship, on and on Brought and on. Brought men into the fold. Brought men into the fold through that whole writing worship side of things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's there has been a lot of growth and it feels like it's unstoppable growth. I feel like some days 
we're keeping up with what's happening, you know, and some yeah. days I feel like I'm, a, I'm trying to keep up with what's happening, but it's grown exponentially in the last year specifically. Especially. Yeah. So what have the COVID years been like? Because we did quite a yeah, bit. We, we just did moved a lot. everything online. You know what is crazy? We lost our meeting space the year before COVID mm-hmm. that we had for a short time. Well, a couple of years, maybe the Lord looking back was preparing us to move online. So when that happened, we already had moved everything online and we were very prepared for COVID in a way we had no idea that the Lord was preparing us. Yeah. So it was a beautiful blessing Yeah. in a lot of ways. So we had already moved the coffees online and our writing days and our worship lives and our all, everything. all of our resources and it training, our courses, all mm-hmm. of that yep. was online. But we're ready to meet in person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We are so ready to meet in person. Yeah. And that's going to be coming up too. We've got some announcements and things that are yep. planned for the year mm-hmm. that it will be really exciting for yeah. us to actually meet face to face and right. connect because we're, we're so hungering for that. So we've grown a ton as far as our offerings to our community, what we've been able to give. We've grown in our leadership team. Oh, it's my gosh. pretty ginormous now. Mm-hmm. And we've grown in numbers. So we started with eight, right? In our first meeting. And now if we count everything, we're probably about 10,000, right? Yeah. When you add in all of our reach and who we're touching and reaching and all over the world, worldwide, we have somebody regularly participating from India on our book study or any live events that we do. She's such a, such a sweet person. We've got Ireland, UK, Australia, Australia, New Zealand, Canada. Yep. It's been exciting. It's been beautiful. And we love yeah. travel. One of the biggest That's a hard thing sadnesses about is yeah. that we've not been able to get out there and plant because this would have been the year to do a mission trip. Right. This would have been our mission trip yeah. year, but instead we're doing a conference. We're doing a conference. I just said it. Oh, you just said it. Yep. In the fall. Yeah. So, but we'll do that in person. That'll be our 10 year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's, it's been a beautiful story. I'm thankful for the people that have been a part along the way and different ones rose to the occasion in different seasons. And we'll, you'll hear more about that. So there's sort of a pillar in every season that Mm. really stood beside me and helped me hold this thing up. And those people are unforgettable. So season one, it was Julie Caltonic. Season two was Lonnie Crump. Season three was Mary Beth Dodd, my sister. And season four was Amanda Blankenship. We're getting ready to head into season five. Mm -hmm. The four pillars of brave. Yeah. You remember our you had a pillars Christian yeah, music that. coaches yes. the music coaches thing that we tried. I remember hours <laughs> laying on the floor right there talking to people. <laughs> I felt like I was in jail that time. On webinar, we used some kind of what was a go to webinar. Yeah, that's right. Oh man, we did. Yep. And just most recently, we've had several families moving here. We've yeah. called it the Brave Migration. So our eighth family moved here this last week. Yeah. In the middle of a huge, talk about in resistance. In the last like few months. In the middle of a huge snowstorm. Right. Ice storm. That's true. That <laughs> They're is They're coming true. all the way from Washington. That's Anna yeah. and her family. Yes. But what we realized over the last year, and you can, you hear how we've grown, right? Over the years. And we've really kept things separate. So the Brave Worship was its own thing. It was specifically for female worship leaders and songwriters. And then we had the writing worship side of things, which you were really running. Yeah. Why don't you share just a little bit about, you know, the specific pieces and how you started running with that? Well, and that started out of Brave, out of a mission trip that you took your first one to Scotland that I didn't go on with you guys, but was very impactful 
coming back, you kept wanting to meet and there were, and you actually met with Dustin. I remember Dustin saying, why don't you invite 12 mm-hmm. and start with 12 That's right. that you can meet with who want to continue to work on their songwriting craft. Mm-hmm. So you met with those 12 and that was what birthed the mentorship, the worship songwriter mentorship. And mm-hmm. when you were finished with that, I think I kind of spurred you on. I said, this could be an online course. Mm-hmm. And so originally we thought this would be eight week course, eight session course. Mm-hmm. We built it out and we thought there would be a community attached to it, but we didn't think it would need what it needed eventually, which mm-hmm. was continuous engagement. Mm-hmm. Because what we found was when people started going through the course, I think we we had about initially maybe 70 people or so that, mm-hmm. that purchased the course they started to not continue with it until they didn't like, complete it. They didn't yeah. complete it. They were kind of going slowly through it. And because there were some major things that they needed to work through. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to revamp that and relaunch that. And so that was 2018. Go back to the original vision. Go back to the original vision of 12 small, group. small groups. And you led the first one mm-hmm. in the spring of 2019 mm-hmm. with 12 people. online in a small group environment. Everybody finished it. Everybody completed it. It was totally different. It was, it was wonderful. And then Amanda came along and, Mm -hmm. and she started leading as well. And so you mentored mentors, wrote the manual, wrote a massive manual, 60 pages Yep. to Mm -hmm. really lead this. Well, I mean, that that was a book in and of itself. Yeah, it was. So you did all this work Mm -hmm. and I kind of helped you with that side of it. I've Mm -hmm. always helped you with the technical things. I've Mm -hmm. always seen your vision, you're great at vision casting. And then I've tried to make that as best I can and help you put it into reality, but we've tweaked that. And so it really started as the core with the mentorship. Mm -hmm. Then it moved into actually you writing the book, the writing worship book, which is right here. Mm -hmm. And that was, so we kind of did it differently. A lot of people start with a book and then move into a mentorship. Right. Mentorship has always been the next stage. Mm -hmm. And so then you actually wrote a course that Mm -hmm. helps with this book, helps people go through this book. Yeah. And so we started to build out resources with writing worship. It's been available, always been available to men and women. Mm -hmm. We think it's, it's, we're all part of the body and there's so many valuable principles in writing worship and the whole writing worship community. We have a very, I think a vibrant community. We have an Instagram Mm -hmm. now. We have a a full path and a journey Mm -hmm. that I've helped uh, together with you and the team develop this path, this writing worship path going from newbie, taking the songwriter personality test all the way through the mentorship and into a membership co-writing community, Mm -hmm. which we just launched in 2020. And it's all online, a lot of it, majority of it. We have writing days and all kinds of stuff that people can be involved in. A lot of it is free. We do a lot of online webinars and teachings, Mm -hmm. but a lot of it is just things that you need to invest in. If you're going to invest into your songwriting, Mm -hmm. that's what writing worship is. So so we're merging these two entities Mm -hmm. together now because they've always been part of the same. Yeah. It's been a lot of crossover. I think what's been hard is wanting to protect the intimacy of what we had as girls. Cause sometimes you need that. And I think a lot of the girls needed healing from past wounds, you know, and we needed to do that healing on our own, but it feels like a new season. It feels like the Lord is saying true health is coming together and, you know, demonstrating that and living that out. What does that look like to be healthy men and healthy women working together? By no means are we losing the intimacy. We're going to maintain the small group, right? Mm -hmm. On 
Facebook will still be Brave Worship Women. Women, which that is now Brave Worship Community. It will be Brave Worship Women. Yeah. That'll be still our women's only the, arm. The plan is to transition here over the next couple of months. Actually, right. probably right around the time we release the Brave Worship EP. Yes. Or April, release end of the, April. We do the recording for these four songs, and then right. we're going to release one song at a time throughout the year. Yeah. And it'll eventually so, become an EP. But we found we were duplicating ourselves over and over. So much. We were doing posts and then we were doing worship lives on both places devotionals both places and it i mean it was it's a lot of work and it just became a question in my mind honestly early this year do we need to do everything twice or is it time to just say hey this is we're all the same community it's really hard to build two communities at the same time yeah it's just too much for our group to do that and it just didn't seem to fit and we are all one community right and we saw that in Ireland when we all went and traveled together in mm-hmm. 2019. It was a lot of husbands yeah. came along. Well, and we've had the Brave Brothers yeah. for several years. And almost half of our following on Instagram was men. Mm-hmm. We had several men on our Brave Facebook page. It just happens. I mean, there's guys that help us set up. There's guys that help us tear down. Help there's us guys do the that help with the podcast. Videos. Help put podcasts. together resources. And producers. So, musicians. I think there's this whole just shift to realizing we actually need you guys. You know, we actually need you guys around and it's good. Wait, you need me? Yeah. I need you to push all those buttons. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm good for is a button pusher. (laughs) No, but really, you know, just realizing that I think became an okay place. And as a mother, we've had guys coming in. I remember one sitting here in this very room saying, I can't get mentorship because I'm a guy. And I said, not right now, like maybe later, like it's, I can't offer you anything. I'll give you what I have, but I don't have much that it's all women, you know, Mm -hmm. we're doing all, and I have boys, you know, we have boys. And so I think the older I got, the more my heart was for the guys too. And Mm -hmm. the more they asked for it. So long story short, we will now be brave worship. Mm-hmm. We are mixing girls and guys. We'll all be in this community together. Yep. We have three pieces that we are going to be operating from. Relationship. First. That's where the brave women, the brave men will be under that category. And that's where all the relationship building, community, encouragement, prayer, those things yeah. will be taking place. The second piece is our resources mm-hmm, arm, and mm-hmm. that will be you, basically. Well, it's been me, mm-hmm. but we've got a lot of people on the team that, right. are, that are working this. We do. and um, That's the writing worship arm, Yeah, basically, maybe so. if I edit this video, I can put in the picture of the three circles. That'd be cool, yeah. And show you where everybody fits in and where all the different things that we offer fit in. That'd be amazing, yeah. Yeah. And then the third piece is records, and that's going to be a slow build. Very slow. But eventually we're going to leak some music, so <laughs> it's starting pretty soon. End of April, we're going to release our first song, or probably We're going to record June, in April. June. Yeah, we'll probably so, release in June. Yeah, so that's kind of where we see ourselves headed in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Never despise small beginnings. We saw where we, where we were 10 years ago, and it was a slow build Really slow. And I remember one night... Preparing the food, preparing the devotional, everything. And nobody showed up. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. It was here at home. At home? Mm-hmm. Wow. 
but there have been many times along the way where I almost quit, you know? Yeah. What's the purpose? But then I think there was a resolve that you kind of took on. Maybe it was season two Uh of the story where you said, the Lord said to you, do this monthly because you weren't doing it monthly. You just kind of were doing it a little bit sporadically. Right. We were just kind of doing it when it made sense. Yeah. And I had a a little girl at that. I mean, we had three small kids at that point. We did. Yeah. So it was quite a lot of work to put together. On my own, you know, at that commitment. time, it was yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Lord had you build relationships. Right. And learn a lot about relationships. Well, and that's kind of where we've come to a full circle resolve that we're always going to be relationship first. Yeah. And maybe that's a good place to sort of finish this conversation. And we will have more when we talk about what's coming next. Yeah. You know, but let's talk about just the values that govern brave worship okay. and really have always been there, yes. but we've just identified them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, loving God and loving others is a primary value, it is all for God and with each other. I think you put that one in there. I did squeeze that one in there. I don't know if we, I don't know. You don't know if we need to put that in there? Right. We say that, I think, in the other ones. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's pretty common. It's pretty much, and I'll take it out of the values list, but no, I'm just saying there's an obviousness that we are here to worship the Lord and commune with each other is a big part of it. So, Mm -hmm. so how do these values play out? The first one is making room at the table. Yeah, that's a big one. Just creating belonging and making sure that people feel loved. That's one of the biggest things I needed when I moved here as a single girl, Hmm. not really knowing you know, being far from family and all of that. So physically, yeah, I was looking for belonging, but also in a music sense, like Mm -hmm. how does this fit into what's happening in the world or what's happening in my community? Just letting people know their voice matters Yeah, and we need their songs, like just making sure everybody's got a seat. That's literally it. Yeah. 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 And And there's just so much of a culture that we've had here, especially again in the quote unquote industry Mm -hmm. is looking at somebody face to face, but then always kind of having an eye on who's around them. Who else can I talk to? Who else can I, can I, the GMA handshake, the GMA handshake, sort of looking, holding someone's hand, but then looking looking over to another person Mm -hmm. and, and just not focusing on the person that's directly in front of me and honoring them. Right. It's a very common thing that we see and Mm -hmm. we still see it today. It's, it's very prevalent. And we just want to break that down. Yeah. Just want to be countercultural. Yeah. Regarding some of these things. Yeah. Instead of exclusivity and rejection and whatever, making sure people are encouraged and belong. Yeah. It doesn't mean that we're going to like every song or want to be a promoter of of every creative work. There's no way we have physical capability to do that. No, but it does mean that we can honor the person that's working on that and Mm -hmm. working on their craft and coming on and loving them. Yeah. As much as we can. Yeah. It's like that lunchroom in high school where there was no no place for you to sit. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, where do I sit? Where do I sit? I guess I'll sit with the the outcasts. Right. They'll take me in. Right. Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of what we are. We're the outcasts. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Next is raising a championing culture. Okay. Well, that's related. Very much related. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think one of the hardest things about the industry is literally just the amount of rejection that you have to navigate in order to reach your destinations. Yeah. 
And that's something I was unprepared for. It's still happening to me. You know that in the last couple of weeks, I faced some more and it was really tough. And there are days that I I feel really discouraged still, but wanting to be cultural and kingdom minded, I think we can actually have an opposite focus, which is that whole encouragement thing. Never Um, giving up. Yeah. On yourself, never giving up on others, never giving up, yeah. never giving up on each other. Right. Champ- that's what championing says to me. Yeah. You already have the victory. Let's just live that out as best we can mm-hmm. and remind ourselves of that because we need it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Awakening dreams, purpose, and songs. Yeah. So I found when people have a place to belong and when they're encouraged, then their dreams start waking up. And I think that's why this third piece fits so beautifully right here. Yeah. Their dreams start waking up, their purpose becomes alive, and then they write different songs. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, we've talked about that before, but the Lord said, I want you to give people community where they can have beautiful relationships and where they are fed with resources, then watch what happens to their songs. Yeah. So that's the heart in that one. I love that. And then releasing and preserving pure worship. Yeah. So this could be you in your home Mm. by yourself. This could be a record and everything in between. But releasing the sound and letting that be a part of who you are, whether it's just you and God or whether it goes around the world, it matters. They all matter. Yeah. So in the purity of worship, I feel like has been undermined some in recent days, and it's really been a burden to me to the point where I heard the Lord say, preserve worship. Yeah, That's what I want you to do. Part of what you're called to do is preserve it. And that means for me, making sure the next generation knows what pure worship looks like and how to do it, like how to go through the steps. Mm. And that's a lot of what we teach in the mentorship. Yeah, But not skipping steps, you know, not just going to the worship part and wanting fame and all that, or to be cool or to be the next Johnny Cash of worship. Like I saw on, you know, a post, <laughs> that's not what we're shooting for. No, it's actually, what does the Bible say? I was just reading Romans 12 today. If you read that entire chapter, yeah, Romans 12, to me, that is what preserving pure worship means. Mm-hmm. I mean, offering your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Right. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then it goes on to talk about humble service in -hmm. the body of Christ, loving sincerely, loving each other sincerely, blessing those who persecute you. Don't repay evil. For anyone that causes evil onto you, you don't overcome evil by, uh, but you overcome evil with good. And that's pure worship. Yeah. And it relates to my devotional that I shared not too long ago about altars and towers. Yeah. You know, like worship is always connected to building something. Mm. And biblically, when we look at altars, there was always some sort of sacrifice involved in that worship. Mm. When we look at the Tower of Babel, there was no sacrifice about it. They wanted to build a name for themselves for is what they glory. said. Mm. So they wanted fame. And so when we're worshiping, that's a question we can ask ourselves. Are we building an altar right now? Is there some cost involved? Mm. 
mm. with what I'm doing. Does this cost me anything? Or am I gaining from this? Mm-hmm. Am I wanting to gain something from this? Right. And yeah, I think there's a huge difference. It's the attitude of the heart, right? Mm-hmm. And it soaks through the song. You mm-hmm. can hear it. Mm-hmm. There's no hiding it. Mm-hmm. No hiding a spirit. On a and song. that's a difficult thing to do. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not easy when the way that everything is constructed. Yeah. Everything's going towards towers. Yeah. Everything's building towers. Yeah. It's hard. It is. It's I think it always, to... it usually starts with sincere motivation. So it's just about keeping yep. that purity. Keeping a pure heart. That's yeah. it. And then lastly, clearing a path for the next generation. Mm-hmm. It's really important. Yeah. So I think it was last year I had a dream and we did a podcast on it. So if you guys haven't heard it, you should go listen it's to called it. called Next called next. Yeah. And next was the person coming behind me. And I was clearing a path. I was marking trees. I was planting berries and fruit bearing trees along the path so that they would have something to eat. I was planting flowers in in this big clearing near a river so that they could rest, Mm. that it would be a beautiful place to rest, adding beauty, you know, clearing things out. And noticing it was taking me a significantly much longer time to go through what I had to go through because I was doing those things. Yeah. You know, I could have made it through much more quickly had I just walked straight through myself and not marked anything or not cleared anything or not. But in the dream, I was clearing. I was working hard for next. And at the end, I was writing a letter to next and just telling them what to expect, where I had planted certain things which way they should go. And I signed the letter ahead. Mm, Gives me goosebumps. It's crazy. But we've referenced that when we've looked at brave worship and writing worship. You listen to me read the story of that on the podcast. It talks about parallel paths. Mm. And that was one thing we looked into and said, whoa, these have been parallel paths, but now they're merging. Writing worship. Brave. Mm-hmm. So anyways, it's crazy how much of what we're walking through right now is reflective of that dream. So all of the resources, those are provisions mm-hmm. for the trail. The relationships, that's showing where the path is. You know, and then the records that releases to the next generation and the cycle continues. So we're wanting to clear a path. That's really the heart behind all of this. I could just chase my own career, honestly. And it would be a lot quicker and a lot less messy. <laughs> and But I don't believe that's what the Lord has on my life and on your life. I think we're called to mark the trees, to make the path. Because it's not just about us. It's about the generations coming behind us. Mm. We have a generational dream. We don't have a lifetime dream. It goes far beyond our lifetime. And I think that's what I love about what we're doing. It's planting seeds that will grow after we're gone. And not only that, but that will, you know, I've shared the story before about building the wall. And that's probably on a podcast too. But Talking about Nehemiah? Well, that too. But when we were in Scotland and we saw the three layers of the walls, they had all these stone walls that were fences and border markers and the man. For farmland. That was how they marked their. Yep. And the man that took us on the tour told us his grandfather built the first layer of the walls, his dad built the middle layer, and he built the top layer. And it's so scriptural. It's the same. There's so much about Jesus being the cornerstone and and about us being living stones. And 
Right now is our time to build. But we're not building something brand new. We're building on generations that came before us. Mm-hmm. And I just want to do a great job of building during my time. And I want to be able to hand off something beautiful to those that are coming behind. I don't want to hand a mess over to the next generation. I want there to be gain for the kingdom during the time when I built. And I'm reading through Chronicles right now and all the kings and this one did it right and this one almost did it right. And this one, yeah, and I'm like reading through that and just my heart is steadfast on, I want to do it right for the next generation so that they can take more ground and the ones behind them can take more ground and we just win for the kingdom. So that's the heart behind the next. And I just want to encourage you, Chrissy, God sees your heart. He sees your heart and he loves it. You are a woman after his own heart. You really are. And just listening to you and hearing what you have to say, it's really inspiring. It's really motivating. It's really rallying as well. And it gives me focus and helps keep me on the path to know that, oh, I love this. This I can completely get behind this and I can completely serve in this area. I know exactly my place mm. and how I can help be a part of making that, of clearing the path mm-hmm. and marking and providing the resources and, and then the things that are necessary for provision and helping that next generation move forward. Yeah. It's a wonderful place to be in the season of life that we are in mm-hmm. now having kids of our own that are almost all grown and having a little something to offer now that we might not have had to had 15, 10 years ago, even, right. You know, mm-hmm. so it's a beautiful season. I love the season that, that I'm in and I get to be in with you and the rest of our brave family and brave team. Yeah. It's been awesome. And it's been super amazing to have you beside and just running and, like you said, like just running with the things I see and accomplishing them and yeah. in ways I don't know how to do. So it, it takes two. It's a partnership of us, but then it's also partnership of all our incredible leaders. So you'll yeah. they'll see those on the slides. Probably. Yeah, and they've been part of our, yeah. you know, they've been part of the family. They've been part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. They'll continue to be a part of everything we do. Yes. It's just a transition time, but it's really exciting. And we should mention, too, that on the podcast, we're going to open it up so it'll be from now on covering the whole Brave family. That's right. So it'll be brave men, brave women, the writing worship part of things, yep, yep. and the records part of things. Yeah. So we will be sharing from all of those places moving forward. And you're going to be helping a lot with the podcast Oh yeah, as far as hosting and interviews. Mm-hmm. And people should know that that's going to be a part of where we're headed. Yeah. Keep things flowing and going. No more podcasts with female titles. What do we call them? Mammogram, oh. Muffins and mammograms? I don't know. That one was, yeah. <laughs> I was blushing Pro- during probably that Probably no more titles like <laughs> There's that. There's more. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if we do a Brave Women one, we'll call it that. But I think my main intent, and I think that's, I do podcast coaching. And right. The most come important from that thing. Whole world. Yeah. The most, I've done over a thousand of them. And the most important thing that, that you want to do is you want to remain consistent. Yeah. And that means when we say we're going to do a podcast, we'll be here for you. <laughs> the worst thing is you as a listener, right. not having a podcast episode to listen to. And part of that has been me, like not being able to accomplish all of the things, you know, right, right. as far as the just the consistency. So that'll help bringing in. We get tired. 
Yeah. You know, there's a lot going on and we need to learn how to delegate and open it up for other people to, there's so many people that have great things to say so much to offer. And I think that's part of the new season as well. And you did get nominated for a podcast award. I just want to say that. I did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I went to Vegas for the show. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't win. (laughs) But But you went. But I was nominated. I was just grateful grateful to be nominated. You and I shared that we both... Been nominated, been nominated for something yeah except so you were a winner we've got the grammys coming up march 14th that's right Excited what do you think that? i don't know so i've been listed as i listed myself as her publicist that's right so they tell me that i should know ahead of time right if she is the winner yeah so famous four is nominated famous yeah. four of course mm-hmm. is nominated for grammy for um Contemporary Christian Song of the Year. Best performance, I think, or yeah. something, yeah. So we'll find out March 14th. Your friends like are I'm surprising you. Yeah. With a little event. We can only do so much in COVID, but. Yeah. I feel like a- I'm at the Allegan County Fair waiting to see what color ribbon I got. <laughs> turning in my crafts. <laughs> well, we'll see. It's, it's an honor to be nominated. It is. It and, is an um, honor. It's you fun. might win for best goat or whatever you won at the Allegan County Fair. What, <laughs> no, it wasn't goat. It what was kind of awards would you get? Sewing like, projects oh. and cakes and okay, you know, not best uh, best farm animal. No, I didn't. For some do, reason, I didn't that do made... farm animals. <laughs> I just did crafts. <laughs> no, but it's gonna be fun. We're gonna dress up, and we can't go this year. We but... went shopping yesterday. You have a beautiful dress. Thank you. Yeah. And it's going to just be fun to hang out and have a party with some friends. So Yeah. We'll include you guys as much as we can. Yep. Into it. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. All right. Well, that's good for today. This has a, been a great episode. So coming up in the next few episodes, we're going to have four separate episodes where we explain in detail and talk with those pillars yes. of those seasons that we've been in. So a little bit of looking back and then we'll, then we'll start we'll running. reveal the future. That's right. More ahead. It's going to be fun. Thanks for listening to the Brave Podcast, awakening dreams, purpose, and songs. You can visit braveworship.com to learn more about how you can join one of the upcoming Brave Coffees in your local area. We'd love to connect with you on Instagram at Brave Worship and on Facebook at Brave Worship Page. We'd also love for you to join us at our next songwriting event or missions trip. And you can stay up to date on all of those things and the latest happenings when you sign up for our newsletter at BraveWorship.com. The times I've grown most as a songwriter are the times I've had mentors showing me the way. If you're looking to grow as a songwriter, we're now accepting applications for our Worship Songwriter Mentorship. Now, it's available only a few times each year. The Worship Songwriter Mentorship is a songwriting intensive that will help you craft impactful worship songs. It's a course created by Dove Award-winning and Grammy-nominated, drumroll here please, (laughs) our founder, pro songwriter Chrissy Nordoff. It's a small group community, and it's led by other songwriters over the course of nine weeks. It's an intensive course and a small group co-writing environment, and that means you'll be added to a special group of about 12 writers, give or take. Each group is led by experienced songwriters, some of them my dear, dear friends, and I've even gotten to lead a group or two. Rachel here, by the way. 
We love the church, and we love to champion fellow worship songwriters just like yourself. In this mentorship, you'll learn how to write songs for you and your congregation. You'll go deeper in your intimacy with Jesus. You'll get the tools needed to help craft songs more easily and never run out of creative ideas. Okay, I know it sounds too good to be true, but trust me, this course is a game changer. You'll learn how to leverage your unique songwriting personality and connect with other like-minded writers in a meaningful way. Truly, I can't think of another course, group of people, community that has impacted my songwriting the way that this mentorship has. If you're wanting to take the next steps in your songwriting journey, then apply now at the link in our show notes. We hope to see you there.